Hi and welcome to The Three Good Podcast, a weekend podcast where I talk about all things to do with positive psychology, well-being, resilience, mental health and emotional intelligence. I'm your host, Sukhpavia. Hi folks and happy Sunday to you. Hope you're having a good weekend, whatever you're up to. And thinking about it actually. We're well into 2019 now, folks. We are properly there. So I hope the start off to the year has been a good one for people. Uh, it's nice to have, uh, I say nice to have had some finally cold weather. Well, let me get my words right. It's nice to have finally had some cold weather. And I only ever say that because it helps me to know that we've had a proper winter. And that allows me to know that we've got through that part of uh, the season stuff that we should be having and that the warm stuff is on the horizon. It is coming towards us and that is what I love. Today actually, Sunday, in good old London town, well I say London town, I mean over in Epping, there's lovely blue skies in the morning, There's a sun is sh- the sun is shining, I'm even seeing flowers blooming and this makes for a happy sook. It really does. Uh, I really don't enjoy the cold, I really don't enjoy the dark days, or the shorter days when the dark gets us a bit closer. When it's uh, when I've been leaving from work over the last few days, last week or so, and it's about 4.30, 5.30, and it's still light out, that really does help me just me, it just helps. Personally, I like that, and it means that... Um, it means that the spring and summer is coming. It's here. It's getting here, folks. And that is always, always helpful to me. Anyway, last night was Saturday night and I haven't had to, I haven't chosen to go out on a Saturday night in a long time and uh, got in touch with a good friend and said to him, right, let's go out and do something. And we went out to a comedy club. We went out to the Top Secret Comedy Club in Covent Garden, had a blast. Two of the acts absolutely nailed it, ha- uh, laughed lots. I love good comedy like that, but not just because of the com- not just because they've they've you know they've clearly thought through some really good stuff that can uh, that is going to um, you know, be delivered really well. But when they're getting like they didn't have hecklers in the audience, but they um, the there was a uh, there were ladies who were at the front of the um, who were at the front and. They just riffed so well with them. You know, they, the, the women were getting involved and they were engaging with everything and the acts, uh, the, you know, the men who were um, doing the acts were just absolutely spot on with the, the, the way they didn't let it interrupt their flow they, and they totally accepted it and it was, it was really smart stuff. It was great. Really, really good uh, quality comedy. And, uh, yeah, I just wanted to share that, folks. So... Um, and uh, you know, for a night out in London town, quite a decent price as well. Fifteen pound a ticket for about an hour and a half or so of comedy. That's pretty decent, y'all. And you know, um, it's, it's a good way to, to spend a Saturday night. So, uh, welcome to the weekend, right? And I wanted to talk today about support networks. I wanted to talk today about. The importance of having, not just like, I think we understand that you need to have people around you who support you, 
that I think there's I think there's a way to be able to think about the range of people that can help you to be your best self, and it's something which I kind of arrived at, um, you know, over having read various different things over over the last like eight years or so, and it's it's stuff which I don't think we pay enough attention to, you know. I remember like when uh, I was I was younger and. You know, my parents would used to say to me, you know, make sure you hang around with the right people. You know, don't hang around with people who are into drugs or into bad habits like gangs and things like that. And it's like, yeah, fine, that's, that's, that's fine. I understand that, you know, dear mum and dad. And what they never really said was, and these are the kind of people that we do, that you, you should kind of have in your life. Right. So they never said to me things like and this is also partly because they did. I don't think they never I don't think they ever really understood it. Um, it you know, they never said to me things like, you know, make sure you have a mentor in your life, someone who can guide you when you need to kind of make some um, tough decisions about career or life or, you know, um, buying a car or you know, purchasing a house or things like that. You know, make sure you got someone who can help you to think about that stuff. Or, you know, if um, if you need someone to help you with your emotional stuff that you're going through, yeah, ha- have someone in your life who can just listen to you and allow you to talk and allow you to just, uh, you know, not feel like you're by yourself in those situations. You know, make sure you have people who in your life who um, who you enjoy spending time with, you know, who help you to feel good about yourself. Yeah, you know, they didn't really know. They didn't really say those things. They always just used to say, "You just don't have the bad people in your life," and that's good advice, right? Uh, you know, and I, I don't, I don't think I say the same to my kids currently, but you know, it's it's helpful to know that that's what you should not be having. What we struggle with often in life is we say to we say to people, you know, don't have ha- don't have these bad things, and what we struggle to often do is uh, is to articulate, but what's the good stuff that you should be aiming for, and that's the stuff which I think um, regularly we, 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 we struggle with. Um, particularly when it comes to things like support networks. You know, because um, it, it's, I think it's an interesting piece of development and an interesting piece of growth that as we're starting to understand these concepts more in kind of uh, in the space of personal growth, personal development, there's a way to be able to help people think about that stuff in a way which is more helpful than I think we've ever done previously. You know, I think previously when we've talked about personal growth and personal development type stuff, it's been very often around kind of, you know, self-help and kind of self-affirmation type stuff. Believe in yourself, you can do it, you're the best you can be. And, you know, those kind of messages. Um, And, you know, um, and those are good messages, right? So yes, we need those and we need other stuff as well. You know, often I think what we end up having is that there's um, there's a certain trail of thought which takes us down one path, and we forget that actually the way life is made up, we we need several different paths available to us, and we need to walk all of them in order to be able to um, truly develop resilience and truly develop um, that strength of uh, character, and. And so I, I want to explore that some more, you know. So, you know, so like some of those things that I mentioned there, you know, around the kind of... I, I'm, I'm hesitant to put kind of titles and roles 
and more about the kind of person that can help you to do that, right? So even though I say a mentor or you know a like uh, having someone in your life who can help you to be like a counselor for you, you know it's it's not restricted to well they have to have the title of mentor or counselor. It could just be someone in your life who helps you to do those things really well, right? So I, I think there are a few different types of people that if we have them in our life, they really help us to be our best selves, you know, because it's not just I and I think that's because there's. It's just as much about, am I doing the right things for myself? So, you know, regularly on this podcast, I talk about doing things like, you know, um, doing your daily reflections of three good things, um, you know, having good um, ways to be able to manage your emotional and your mental health, and, you know, uh, thinking about your well-being and the uh, range of activities you're doing around your physical activity, as well as the, um, your downtime, your personal time. And all those things, right? All of that's important. And I think this is an, another element of stuff which is important, is who are the people I have around me? And how do I purposefully engage with them? Um, and I think this can also get mixed up sometimes with people thinking, well, are you starting to talk about networking? Is that what we're talking about here? And in some way it is, because we have to develop relationships. And we, well, I say we have to... A way to build the support network is to develop relationships and one of those ways to develop relationships is to do networking. But I think, um, again, networking um, is often defined in a very particular way and actually in this day and age uh, with social media and with uh, much more openness around uh, the type of people we can connect with, it is far more easier to connect with people. So... When I think about support networks and uh, I think about the, the the range of people that we can have, I think that one. So I'm just going to like this is going to be a stream of consciousness. I haven't written this down. You know, this isn't a fully structured set of thoughts. So just kind of follow me, people, and and let me know what you think about this stuff as well. You know, so I think one of the people that we need in our life is you know, someone who's always got your back. You know, that person in your life who you talk to about an idea and they say to you, you know what, go for it. Have no idea how it's going to turn out for you. But if it's something you want to try and do, just try it. See how it goes. And whichever way it falls, I'm going to be here with you and I'm going to help you just uh, help you believe that you can do it. I think that kind of person is important, you know. I think we need those cheerleaders in our life who, who will help us to be able to just uh, find that inner strength, find that personal resolve to be able to say, yeah, I am. I'm going to go for it. And, uh, you know, often when I talk on the podcast, I often talk about healthy activities, right? So I'm not talking about things like, you know, going away and doing harm to others or doing harm to yourself or anything like that. I'm talking about ideas and... Um, wanting to try and experiment with different things in life where you have, uh, where it can help you to grow yourself as an individual, right? And when we try and do that, we need, I think it is important to have those people in our life to be able to say, yeah, that's, that sounds like it's an interesting thing to do. Why don't you go and try it? So the kind of thing I'm talking about, right, is things like maybe you want to try and take an art class, because you want to try and uh, 
explore and see if that's something that works for you. Or maybe you want to try and uh, learn to swim. Or maybe you want to try and write a book, right? It could be any one of those kind of activities or those kind of things where you go, you know, I've never done that before. Uh, I've seen other people talk about these things and, uh, you know, there's, uh, or I see other people try and do these things and I want to try and learn how to do that for myself. And often, you know, in those kind of scenarios, I think it's important for someone to be able to turn around and say, yeah, you know what, um, I think you should write a book. You got some nice ideas about some stuff and you won't know if that actually comes to anything unless you try. So why don't we try? Right? And I'll be here with you. You tell me what you need from me. I'll help support you with the, your thinking and your ideas and stuff. Yeah, you can check in with me and, and you know, I, I've got your back on this stuff. And, you know, I, I think back to kind of my, uh, the people I have in my life who helped me to do that. You know, I think my daughter helps me to do this. Folks, she's nine years old. And if I say to her that, hey, you know, I think I'm going to go away and try this. She's one of the first people to turn around and say, yeah, dad, I think that's going to be great. You should go ahead and do that. And, you know, I recognize that she's only nine years old and she may not fully understand what I'm articulating but that she's already there with me and saying, Daddy, I think you can go ahead and do it. That just, all, that just starts to fill me with that kind of sense of, yeah, you know what, maybe I can do this. And, and it's nice to know <laughs> that I've got, my, uh, I've got one of my children who are willing to do that. And I'm not saying my other two won't have that kind of um, sense of feeling either. It's just that she, she does, does it quite naturally and quite easily. And I have a couple of friends who are very supportive in that way as well. You know, I remember a while ago, actually a long, long while ago, um, I used to be part of a, a community group. And I, often, I remember often, like, we would all have ideas about what we wanted to do with the community group and how we wanted it to progress and what we thought we could do to contribute towards it and the different ways that we could engage with the community, the people that used to come along to the, um, to the regular sessions that we held, and we always had each other's backs. Because we knew in the main that it was always going to, you know, whatever we were doing was for the benefit of the community. We, none of us were trying to manipulate anyone, we were not trying to um, you know, screw anyone else over. Yeah, it, uh, we weren't trying to compete against anyone. It was about like, hey folks, why don't we try this? This is a different way to think about some stuff. And we would always go, yeah, you know what? Let's try it, right? Let's see how it works and let's see how that plays out. And through that, there's a lot of good learning that comes because if you're not trying it in a safe way, then how are you going to go ahead and try it? And I think that's important, right? I think, I think we need those people in our life to be able to, to do that and like I said you know in more recent years I've chosen to go ahead and do some things with open events right so uh, in 2012 which is quite some years back now I held an open session on positive psychology it was a half-day workshop I didn't know how it was going to work but I had some really good people in the network who were totally totally supportive of me doing that and that was super helpful for me because, you know, they were, in, they were encouraging me to keep going with it, asking me questions like, you know, um, 
what's the plan for the session, how, is it, how are the bookings coming along, what are you doing to talk about it in the, um, to different people. And that really gave me a lot of resilience with it to just keep and um, you know the persistence that you need for those things. Two years back, I, I ran an open session for learning and development leaders called the Modern Learning Leader, and I was really pleased with that as an event. And again, I had some very good supporters who were just with me with that. You know, they they, they saw what I wanted to do, they saw that it could have benefit, and they were very willing to just regularly talk to me about it and help me to regularly think about what I was trying to achieve with it. And on that note, I've chosen to do that again this year, right? And I've and again, I'm speaking to some people who are really supportive in helping, wanting to help make that a success. So that's so when when I know that there are people out there like that, and it's not because they're invested in any of these things, you know, it's not directly, at least anyway, right? It's not because they're the kind of people who are like. Well, um, I'm only going to do this because I'm going to get something out of this. They're genuinely in it with me because they're just as interested to see how it's going to happen as they want it to be successful for me. And I find that just massive, right? That's huge. Like, how, how important is that to be able to know you've got that kind of person in your life who is, is uh, so willing to give you their time and energy to help you think through your stuff so you can be successful at it? So I think that I think that kind of person is important to have, and as I'm talking about this, I also you know I also want um, to kind of recognise that a lot of, a lot of this was uh, I didn't seek these people out necessarily. I just realised that at a certain point, I'm having certain types of conversations with people, and though and you know the different types of people that I'm going to be talking about in in this pod, in this episode are. Um, yeah, they've naturally we've naturally fallen into a relationship with each other where that's what we can allow for and support each other with, and and but it's only but it, and rather that uh, um, an important part of that has been because I've taken the time to uh, understand that I need for myself to grow uh, in myself and what I want to achieve. I need the right people around me to help me to do that. So I think the other kind of person that we need in our life is the kind of person who helps you to unpick what you're talking about and to challenge you to make sure you're thinking through things in the right way, right? And and with the idea in mind that they're still supportive of you. So I think it's still the supporter, but they're also the kind of person who will say, yeah, so let's talk about that, right? What are you doing about you know this type of uh, thing to make it work? If it's not working... <clears throat> and how are you spending the time to improve on what that is? Or, you know, challenging in the way of, are you sure that's the right approach to take? It doesn't feel like you've actually developed that line of thinking. So why don't we talk about that a bit more? And you know, maybe it's a coaching type person, maybe it's a mentor. That type of person who can genuinely help you work through, is that the right approach you should be taking? Is there another set of thinking or is there another set of um, ideas that you could explore which could be more useful here and I think that's really helpful because yeah it's great to have an idea and it's great to have the people to support you to say go ahead and do that and, and run with it and see what go, see where you see where it lands 
And I think the you know, it's just as important to have somebody with you on that journey to say, but are you are you taking a, the right approach to this stuff? I'm, I'm with you and I'm, I want this to be successful for you. Have you thought about these other elements which can be just as valuable? So I think that's really important as well. And, you know, is I think it's interesting, you know, if we think of that in terms of a mentor or a coach, you know, that can be any number of people. You know, and I think we also need to be uh, careful that, you know, uh, I've spoken to many different people in this vein. And, you know, there's uh, quite a few people who will say things like, oh, yeah, and in that type of relationship, you have to be really challenging and you have to really be a critical friend to that kind of person and you have to say the things that are unsaid and you know that the person isn't willing to hear and I hear a lot of that and I and I end up thinking I just don't I don't agree I fundamentally don't agree with those with that line of thinking or those types of approaches because what you're essentially saying is that that person is not capable of reaching those thoughts themselves and that you're the only one who has that cleverness of thinking and the cleverness of mind that if you don't say those things, then the other person would never have, uh, will, will never reach their potential. And I, and I, I get, and I, I find myself personally challenged with that because how, because it's about the belief in the other person. Right? How are we supposed to believe the best in another person if I think I know the best for you? You know, it's if we want the person to achieve and we think the only way they can be successful is if I give you the answer, then how are we enabling that person to actually become the best version of themselves? And you know, and um, I, I know some coaches who <clears throat> will try and be uh, manipulative in that type of questioning where they'll say, oh, but I ask great questions and I ask really direct and purposeful questions that help them to think. And I often think, uh, and what I often experience with that is, actually what they're doing is they're leading that person with their questions and they're doing it in a very purposeful way because they want that person to arrive at the answer they've already arrived at. And so the questions don't end up being clean questions. They don't end up being... Um, direct questions or thoughtful questions they just end up being led into a certain line of thinking and I find that quite jarring and I don't think that these people do it because they are being manipulative or they're being malicious in their intent I fully believe that these types of coaches are doing it because they think that they've genuinely got the right approach and they've genuinely got the right answer for their clients that they're working with Instead, I think it's more that they're trying to um, build their own sense of self as a coach and the success that they think they're bringing about for their client. Whereas I think what's more valuable and what's more human as an approach is allowing the person that you're working with to truly come at the answer uh, themselves. And I think that's very different. And I also think it's quite... uh, um, uh, yeah, well, no, I just I think it's very different to uh, to what we might assume a coach can enable for us. And so, when I'm talking about this type of person who challenges us and helps us to think through stuff, it's that kind of person who has your best interest at heart 
is not in be- is not vested in the outcome and is genuinely interested in you just wanting to explore where you're at and uh, again yeah i've been uh, and w- within with a number of these i'm going to be talking like i've found the answers with all of these things and in some way i have <clears throat> in that i've found a really good group of people around me but it's not because i'm trying to um toot my own horn at look how amazing an individual i am because i've got these great people around me it's more of a uh, open recognition that this has taken me years to realize it's taken me years to develop these relationships and talk to people and uh, you know connect with people in the way which i i find uh, which is helpful to me and i believe is a genuinely um uh, a genuine two-way relationship that we have uh you know i don't believe that i'm um, asking anything for others that i can't offer back in return and so um so I just want to share that, you know. I just want to share. I just want to be open about that as well. Um, yeah, and 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 I guess it's just that piece, you know, which is also uh, a thing I'm mindful of here is that I'm not I'm not saying here that I've found the solution about how to do these things. I've been seriously fortunate and very privileged to have these people in my life, and I have no idea how my life would be right now if I didn't have some of these people in my life right now. You know, it's, and I think that's important for me as uh, where I am at in my stage of life and career and growth and personal, um, you know, development and what have you. So I think we've uh, talked about two different kinds of people. I think the other kind of person that we need in life is um, is someone who can help connect you with other people. You know, there's a lot of people in this in in our lives there's a lot of people in community a lot of people in society who are really well connected they just na- they've they've grown uh, you know they've just naturally got to know a lot of people and through that process they are um very aware of what's going on out there in the in the in I say the marketplace I don't uh, don't mean to say that but in the world and maybe there's a way to a, a way for you to grow by being connected to other people that you might not have known otherwise. You know, there's lots of networks and organizations and communities and they're all doing lots of really interesting things. And maybe you need to be connected to those or you need to have an introduction into those so you can find out, is that the kind of thing I want to do? Is that the kind of thing I want to be part of? Yeah, I was talking to a friend a couple of months back and she was saying how she's engaged with a local community activism project. That's fantastic, and you know that kind of work is um, is amazing because you're, you're trying to enable the community to grow, and I think that's that's you know it's, it's, it is brilliant to see that happening. Yeah, I'm part of the L and D Connect community and helping to grow that in lots of different ways, and it's amazing to see that there's people who are very willing to give their time and energy to keep that growing. You know, there's uh, friends I know who are starting um, on their journey to become really practiced in yoga, and I find and they they've started to connect with their local um, groups around that, as well as other projects. And I think that's amazing. You know, people can find really great ways to be able to to be connected and to find those connections in life. 
And sometimes I think we just need to have someone help find those for us as well. You know, there's people I talk to who have, they know what they need, but they don't know how to find the right person to help get them there. And though, yeah, and sometimes it is about um, being able to have that courage to ask and say, you know what, I'm interested in this thing and I, I can see that you're part of that network or that group. Can you help give me an introduction to some people or help connect me to some of those people? Because I'd like to get to know them better and I'd like to know if this is something I could be part of in my own way as well. And you know, I, I think we can also be very open to how that happens in life with uh, with very many different people. You know, it doesn't just have to be um, uh, with friends who help us to do that. It could also be through your kind of working relationships. Maybe there's people in your organisation who are part of other wider groups that you're interested in and you want to be part of, and you just need to talk to them about about the work they're doing and how you want to be part of bigger and broader stuff. You know, maybe your organisation is already connected to different um, communities or different other types of support networks that you could become a regular part of as well. You know, in the work environment, sometimes there's um, communities and groups that are doing stuff in really interesting ways. And if you're not part of those, more often than not, they're very, well, they're very willing to have more people become active participants and active organisers. A lot of that is, is a great way to be able to just get involved in stuff. And then I think we also need people in our lives who, who hold us accountable for the things that we say we're going to do. You know, it's... It's important to, to I think, to know that when you're, when you're setting out to do stuff and when, you're, um, when you've developed an idea and you're ready to move forward with it and you're actually trying and you're trying to make tracks with it, who is the person that's going to you know, genuinely hold you accountable in a way you know, which isn't about, like, you know, uh, if you're trying to start up, start up a business, for example, then clearly you're beholden to... Um, uh, um, to a variety of different people and you know that's right because there's business morals and business ethics in place and right way to do business and what have you so we need to make sure that those are all happening in the right way possible but then also you need people to be able to check in with to say well is this where you wanted your business to go are you developing that in the way that you think is best and actually you said you were going to try and achieve these things is that what you're doing and if you're not doing that, how are you going to progress and help yourself get to that position? And again, I think this is with the direction in mind that it's not about um, critical, or being critical or uh, being um, uh, or criticizing. You know, it's about holding up that mirror to be able to say, this is what you wanted to set out to do. How are you getting on that journey? You know, some people say they want to be able to improve their health, right? Or some people say they want to be able to improve their physical activity. And, uh, and so I think it's important to have a, the right kind of person in, in that space in, for, those, for that period of time to be able to keep you accountable for what it is that you're setting out to do.
and there's different ways that we can do that you know there's there's um, a variety of stuff out there that we know that helps to be accountable setting out clear goals we know you know is often a key factor it's not just enough to say i want to improve my physical activity it's often more important to say things like well i want to try and um you know run a 5k uh, run in 6 months time you know or i it, i want to start i want to i want to go to the gym regularly and try and go two or three times a week or you know different things like that where you can clearly set out and say well i know what i want to achieve and what uh, and uh, uh, what this first goal needs to be and once i achieve that then i can think about what other stuff i want might want to do on top of that or beyond that we know that if you tell other people then they're more likely to hold you accountable you know so if you share what you're doing with others then you're more likely to have other people turn around and say hey how's that going you said you were going to try and achieve that or do this thing or do this kind of activity uh, and we haven't heard you talk about it recently so what's going on with that are you still interested in it is it still something you want to achieve i think that can be quite powerful as well as uh, and again you know, it's not uh, it's as long as the the people who are doing that who are holding you accountable are doing it because they understand um that you're genuinely trying to improve and you're genuinely trying to get to somewhere and that they have your support you know it's not about um kind of uh, making the person feel bad because they haven't done the thing they uh, had set out to do it's that look you know sometimes things aren't going in the right way and that's fine right you said you wanted to try and get this or to this position it doesn't seem like you're getting there what can we do to help you get there you know that type of questioning that type of support really helps that person to know that they can continue their thinking right they can continue their um um, experiment or the the way they the activity they just might need to change their approach or the way they're going about it and i think it's important to have the kind of person around in your life who's the kind of person who just uh, you know um helps you to have a laugh you know it and it is it is probably an interesting one to kind of reflect on um especially since i was out last night and at the comedy club and what have you and i was with a good friend and you know what it does is it just when you're out with people who help you to enjoy yourself and you know help you to be able to have a good time in life that's just i think that's massive you know it's 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 hugely supportive because it helps help sustain that kind of level of resilience that you have and it's because you know you're you're laughing and you're finding joy in stuff and when you have that with with anyone right it doesn't have to be it can be with a friend partner uh, loved ones um, you know parents uh, work colleagues you know, your, your children it's so many different people in society can enable that kind of relationship for us now when you when you when you have that time to be able to just laugh and enjoy the company of others that's really i think that's one of the most you know necessities of being human is that human connection that we have and not just because um it's the human connection it's also because we know that those people help us to feel good about ourselves and ultimately that's what i think i i think it's one of the key things of what it means to be a human is that we want to feel good about ourselves yeah and i think where we often 
fall down in that pursuit of happiness is that we no one helps us to find that how to get on that journey in a great way and there are so many different things in society that can help that that um, that are anti that and take us away from that and it's very um, and I, I don't think it's rare I just think it becomes just it's more challenging to to genuinely enjoy those things and I and I remember uh, recently uh, reading a Twitter thread where uh, one of the um, somebody I follow on Twitter Rachel Pryor who's a, a film director and producer and she said she shares some absolutely lovely stories and she's got a great way of engaging on Twitter and she shared a story about uh, some work she had done on her house um, some time ago and the builders uh, who did the work uh, after they'd completed the work came to their house and they brought some food they brought their wives and their families with them and they brought drinks and they celebrated the completion of the work and didn't stay for long they stayed for like 45 minutes an hour or something and then they left like you know for the for Rachel her husband and her family to enjoy the new surroundings that they'd had completed for them it's a, I, th- I, th- I think it's a great story right you hear that and you think that's really really nice you know what a great way to complete a project but also that value of um, joy that comes with that and the exp- and the way that the builders felt that pride in the work they did and the connection that they had with the family that they wanted to share that as an experience there's so many things about that story which I think are really fulfilling and on Twitter uh, what ended up happening in a certain part was you had some people who turned around and said and, and there, there's a growing trend around this that it didn't happen because why would somebody do that you know why would a family why would a builders randomly turn up to your house after they've completed a job to do that kind of thing with their people and then leave after 45 minutes that's not how these things work you know there's a lot of cynicism a lot of skepticism about the story and when you start to read things like that certainly when I do it really makes me wonder why is it that people are so skeptical and I think one of the things that happens around that is there's a real lack of um, in-person joy and in-person empathy that happens I say in person because I'm trying to separate that from kind of the world of digital and social media yeah and this is why I'm saying that we need to have those people in our um, you know real lives who help us to feel good and help us to feel great by just spending time with them you know that when we hang out with them we're not you know you're not um, criticizing others you're not putting other people down you're not judging others you're not trying to you know, be disparaging or discriminate or harass or anything like that. You're just getting together and you're talking about stuff in your life which is happening and through that whole process you're having good conversations. But not just good conversations, you're laughing with each other, you're having a good time and you're spreading good feeling and good cheer. That's how empathy, I believe, grows is because you're able to have that really great connection with others. And I think one of the reasons that we end up having a fair bit of trouble with trolls online and what have you is that there's a real lack of empathy 
which I think uh, one factor is that there's a lack of empathy in real life which is happening. And that can be really challenging, that can be really tough. I'm making a huge assumption there. It's my own thinking. I, you know, I'm, uh, that's what I've experienced. I think that's one, like I say, it's one factor of stuff in life. There's, I think, undoubtedly other stuff which is also going on around the way that we use social media, the way that we engage with digital tech, um, and in particular with, uh, with men in society and toxic masculinity as a very real thing and uh, the way that we, we find that we, uh, particularly in this kind of post-truth world, it's really hard to want to believe actual things that are happening for people and their lived experiences. So there's a number of things going on here, folks. And, um, and like I said, I, think, I believe one of those factors is that there's a, there's a real lack of actual empathy that people are having in their, in their normal, regular lives, away from the digital social media tech, which makes it really hard then for people to genuinely appreciate and experience that same level of joy. And they would r- much rather be disparaging and trolling. Um, and I find that tough, you know. I, I think that's, that's just... Um, not a great thing to have but then I also that's why I also think it's important to just have these people around you you know and it, it these people you know having that person in your life who can who helps you to feel good you know who, who you know that if I'm going to hang out with this person I know I'm going to have a good time you know and it's not again you know it's because it's healthy activity it's not because you're going out to get pissed out of your nut or to get high on drugs or to you know go and cause violence or hurt anybody it's because you're going out to enjoy the other person's company you're going to have laughs it's going to be good fulfilling stuff in whatever it is that you're going to do and I think that's great when you have that and then you know you've had a really good time so I'm going to probably wrap it up there folks um I've spoken a fair bit there about kind of the kind of people who I think if they're in your support network, you know, they can be pretty fantastic. Um, and, you know, sometimes we can call those things in different ways. Uh, there's a, quite a few people I know who listen to this who are part of the same learning development world that I'm in. And sometimes we call that our personal learning network. I personally have no problem with that terminology. It means the same to me as saying a support network. It means the same to me as saying having good people around you and having a mix of good people around you. I know there are people out there who really don't like the term because for whatever reason it jars with them. You know, I, I don't think we have to um, make people believe in these things. If we describe them in different ways, people will often, I, I think, appreciate that. Yeah, I get that. I understand what you're talking about in terms of a support network. And, and so I, that's why I'm more rather veering towards that. It just makes the language a bit more accessible and the concept a bit more accessible as well. So I hope it's got you thinking about some things in some good ways. Really interested to hear your thoughts, folks, uh, about what I've spoken about today. And uh, I wish you a good rest of your Sunday and a good week ahead. Take care, folks. Bye-bye.